0: Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So glad to be here today. Mom, you've got a cute new sweatshirt on. Well, I thought it would be apropos. First of all, it's tie-dye. It is and so apropos. That is
1: definitely in. Yes. And it says voter. Very it, cute. Where I did you get I that? A, at Nordstrom. And ah. it was not expensive. Yeah. And I I was going to pick it up, except they didn't have it. So they had to send it to me.
0: Well, I but, like the tie-dye Thank you very much. Pattern, yes. Um, uh, That's interesting that you, uh, I mean, there is a lot of vote merchandise everywhere. Um, And I like that this is subtle. It's just up in the upper left corner. Like instead of a logo, it just says voter. Right, exactly. Yes. Will you wear it after the elections? I will. Because what I was really looking
1: for, you know, my favorite sweatshirt. That is that Bali twins one. (laughs) Oh, my God. From the 1987 World Series. And it (laughs) is. It's torn
0: and all of that. Yeah. It's really the twins fault.
1: It is. It is. (laughs) But it's really the most comfortable sweatshirt I have. And I was kind of looking for another one that would be comfy. Yeah. And this just looked comfy. Mm -hmm. And yet it was. It does look like you're kind of comfy. And so I'm quite happy.
0: So this is how, you know, hope you'll appreciate this. Knowing, knowing my mother as you do. Uh You know, (laughs) she likes to look a certain way when she leaves the house. Uh Sometimes it takes a while to get (laughs) in the state, right, that Mm -hmm. she feels comfortable with. Uh So on one of the beautiful days this week, talk about a weather week. Oh, my gosh. Perfect. So on one of the days, impromptu after school, my son called her and said, Hey grandma, do you wanna meet us at Lake Harriet? We're gonna go take the dog for a walk. And my mother, hope, get this, said she was in the twin sweatshirt. That means it's a (laughs) home day. If she's in the twins, oh she can't go out. No, 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 you don't. Hope this sweatshirt, it's like, it it's amazing that it still holds together oh, on her body. It is this like bally old sweatshirt. That means at home, she said, not only was she going to come, she was not even going to change out of the twin sweatshirt. Well,
1: the thing is, I figured... That's be, how desperate she between, was to get out of the house. Well, that's true. And between wearing a mask and sunglasses, who would I figured know? nobody's going to know who I am. You're exactly. absolutely right. So we have had a couple times, you remember once in Florida, we were actually at a ball game. And you and I were sitting there talking and a woman in front of us turned around. This is in Florida. And she said, are you the shop girl? Yes, I
0: do remember. Wow! And thank
1: goodness we weren't saying bad well, things or having a fight or right, anything like right. that. Well,
0: that's just the power of my talk. Right. It's everywhere.
1: Exactly. Yes. But I figured if I was quiet mm-hmm. and wearing oh. dark glasses and a mask.
2: <laughs> well, now with your TikTok, you can't go anywhere. Right. This is so
1: true, Hope. Yeah, it's a little scary. This last <laughs> one is up to 350,000 views. Wow. And that's is that what, because of Andy Grammer? Oh, <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> I would guess most people don't know who he is. Uh-huh. It's it's the one where we are singing, instead of making whoopee, we're singing getting tipsy. Yes. And, and you poured that, that one... tall glass of vodka? Right. <laughs> you know what, Hope? But that's there, there are some concerns, park. Mom. There, there are, are some real here's concerns. Here's the thing. You know, we have this big, and the only reason we have the vodka is because I make this Kahlua cake uh-huh. that's really good, but you need Kahlua and vodka for the cake. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had that. But so we had that, and so we took two big glasses Mm -hmm. and obviously filled them with water. Oh, (laughs) come on! I, I cannot believe how many people think... That it's really vodka. The right. messages that we have gotten. Finally, I wrote to someone and I said, lighten up its water. Yeah.
2: I, oh, I just thought it was funny that you poured that much. Not yeah. like you but, were going to actually drink it. Yeah. Right, but Hope, it
0: just speaks to how little they know about alcohol consumption exactly. that they would pour. First of all, not at all in a cocktail sort of glass. Well, no, not for just, vodka. Just no, it would be much <laughs> Smaller and no well, mixer when I know <laughs>
1: ice just a minute, when I um worked in Dayton special events many years ago and yes. the late Joan Crawford whose husband was the head of the Pepsi uh PepsiCo okay. company she came to appear and we had this big meeting with all the different um news outlets and she had what appeared to be a big glass of water but as the Day wore on, we realized it was vodka. Well, that's a different thing. (laughs) That's a whole different thing. So
0: there are people who do that. Yeah. You know. But yeah. um, it was just for show.
1: Yeah, it was water funny. and it was just for show.
0: Well, I'm just curious. I mean, it's so fascinating. You never know with social media. Like, did this one blow up because because it was the first one that came after your appearance on the Today Show? I did don't, it blow up because of the vodka? Because I don't know. it's about getting tipsy? What is it? I absolutely don't know. The only thing that my
1: grandson told me is someone named something um, Paradise Bartender or something. <laughs> I, something like that. But I, the, he knew who it was. Yeah. And she has the verification thing, so mm-hmm. she's got like so she's legit. 50 million <laughs> followers or whatever. Uh-huh. And she liked it. Now, whether that had anything to, I don't know. And wow. everybody keeps saying that's. Is it called Smirnoff? or yes. Smirnoff, however uh-huh. you say the vodka, I can't tell you all the comments that say, "Why don't they have you do a commercial?"
0: But oh, I hope I don't that know happens. How to get to them. So. <laughs> They're gonna hey. just have to find you. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's the latest. I love hope. My uh, my son is um, running for student council, and these days that is that just happens on social media. Which it probably would, even if kids were in school. Yeah, but, but it, it is kind of sad. Like there's, there are no posters up on the yeah. walls. Sure. There's no speeches in front of classes, and so it's all happening on social. And my mother very called me very you know very seriously was like, "Would you like me to do?" an endorsement for you <laughs> given my social media i have a lot more followers than he does so i figured I'd offer oh my gosh i mean what I did he say where... he's like grandma i don't think my friends are following you oh, i don't know that he's i think right. he's wrong i think he's wrong too, i think but he's that's wrong okay. i think he underestimates it's okay he doesn't want me. i think that's... he's just a little jealous of the numbers what a little bit a little bit but yeah. yes I, well that could be well, um, from your Bali sweatshirt yes. to a um, really hot runway. I have oh, to tell you. don't you, think they belong together, huh? I have to tell you, um, Minneapolis St. Paul magazine pulled off a Fashionopolis unplugged. It sounds like it was fabulous. It It really, really was. And I think what I didn't anticipate is just how... Um, how meaningful it would feel. I think, you know, obviously there was no question that it had to be outside. Sure. Normally Fashionopolis is at Aria, yep. sells out every year. Couldn't, that wasn't even a consideration. Obviously couldn't have the number of people that normally attend Fashionopolis. And so the question was, Could there could a show happen outside or is it just not going to be able to happen? And Jane Haugen Olsen and Madeline Nachbar and then Grant Whitaker, who produces for them, you know, they were determined that they could figure it out. They were able to use the parking lot at the Monte Carlo, which was a perfect space. So perfect. I mean, in the heart of the North Loop. And I think it was was, I mean, obviously, it was a beautiful night, which helped. Yes, that Um, was lucky. What
1: would they have done if it had rained? Did
0: they have a contingency? Um, there was talk at one point of, yeah, of the following night being oh, the backup. Yeah. You know, at first there was talk of, gosh, do we have to tent this? But that felt like no, because part of the magic was being in the city. And I think right now, Given everything our city has been through and given how hard hit some of these amazing neighborhoods have been and all the local retailers. And there you are literally with, you know, ringed by local businesses that are so meaningful and that make up the character of that very neighborhood. You know, everybody who works at Danolo came out, you know, they were all watching and dancing outside the door. And, you know, the Martin Patrick three team was there and it was just really, really special And and just a spectacular setting. And, and it
1: was socially distanced. I mean, they had it figured out yes, so that it was so it, all it, right. Correct. So this
0: was, yeah, for anybody who's like, how did I miss the this? It was just, it was a very small, it was kind of an industry insider event. It was people who, you know, it was designers. It was people who've attended in the past. Right. It was just a very small number of tickets that were sold. People were at tables of two or four. You yeah. had to, you know, decide who you're going with. All the tables were measured, you know, distant. Yeah. And I mean, what, what, What I was really impressed with is people came. Everybody was so well behaved. Everybody came in masks. Some of the most fabulous masks I've seen. Gretchen Ventura, local jewelry designer, of course, had this like kind of, like you know, was it Louis Vuitton we were talking about? Yes. Okay, it wasn't that one, but it was similar. It was like a plastic shield over her face that was super chic. And, you know, designers and just fantastic. Oh my gosh! One of my favorite was Jamie Carl, the owner of um of Serge and Jane. You mm-hmm. know that oh, store sure. at yep. like Forty Fourth and France, right? It looked like um like the like a Rolling Stone, you know, like the lips, the mouth. Oh yeah. Okay, so it was like completely bedazzled, sparkling mask, and then it had like a tongue. Uh, gold chains. So it literally uh, had uh, chains uh, hanging down from the mask that kidding. looked like they were coming out Did of a mouth. Did she have it made special? Or I don't do they sell know. It at the store? We have to find out if she's yeah. selling those. It was the coolest looking oh, mask. And it's goodness. the kind of mask that you'd see and think, where would I ever wear it? I'll tell yeah. you where you'd wear it. You'd wear it to an outdoor fashion show during COVID. Absolutely. That's what you yep. would do. Yep. When we get back, let's talk a little bit about some of the trends on the runway and some of the local designers who were um, spotlighted and also some exciting retail announcements Ooh. for one of our favorite shopping neighborhoods. Okay, good That's deal. next on Shop Girls. Maybe. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on my 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom Harmony is here as well. We were talking about Fashionopolis Unplugged, Minneapolis St. Paul magazine's annual fall fashion show, which took to the streets this year, literally, um, outside for a um intimate and really kind of special um show this week that highlighted all, you know, everything was pulled from local retailers and highlighted local designers. And including a segment by um, Ramadan Mohammed of Ramadan Designs, up and coming designer um, who did who I think had the look of the show. What You'll see it? it. It's on my Instagram at Alley Shops and Minneapolis Saint Paul magazines at at MSP Mag on I their Instagram. I saw a lot of the things. So <gasps> she did sort of a tribute to Brianna oh, Taylor. Oh, that was the Brianna Taylor, and it oh, was this it was um, beautiful red. Kind of, um, you know, full parties, layers of, skirt, yeah. of, you know, tool and cool. red. And it had the letters of Brianna's name spelled out, uh, you know, down the side. And then uh, it was tailored you know, down. The side of the skirt. Yes. And then Brianna on the... On the on the the shirt t-shirt. as yeah. well. Um, yeah. It and it beautiful. was just kind of... It was such a wow moment to see it. And then and I think it just... And then you see, you know, Brianna on the shirt. You see the model wearing a mask. You see the fact that we're outside. In this, yeah. And it was sort of like, this is everything. Tw- there, there could yeah. be nothing more 2020 exactly. than this right here. Um, so... It, it was really a special moment. Um, there was a Joy Noel segment. I wore a Joy Noel kind of kimono jacket that felt very appropriate. It's kind of thing that you felt like if you wanted to be fabulous around the house, oh. it would be very comfortable. <laughs> it's kind of like a robe slash kimono, but then boom, multi-purpose. Put on leather leggings and boots, and you take it to the streets. Do you think that um, going forward,
1: hoping you know to return to normalcy, that doing the show outside? Maybe with a bigger venue, hopefully, but might be the way that they'll look at
0: it in the future? I, I mean, could be. Who knows? Especially I mean, if it was... it's done in September like yeah. it used to be, where you can right. be a little more sure of the weather. It was so it was so much fun. It really was. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I think what better way to kind of celebrate the the city? It was yeah. kind of a, a really cool setting. Um, there also were performances by um, BB uh, Zahara, the the drag queen, did an amazing performance. She, uh, she was on um, RuPaul's oh, Drag Race, yeah, um, and did quite well on that show. And there were some other singers and dancers all of the highlights you're going to be able to see all the looks at mspmag.com this week okay. along with so watch for that and um and list of like every piece in the the show um there were a lot of great pieces from a store called the rabbit hole which is um a consignment vintage um really cool spot where is it located it's in Minneapolis. Okay. Um well, that covers a little I... territory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here, wait. I have the address actually. Wait, that'd be good. Since you ask, I can tell the rabbit hole is Coming, coming. coming. Why do I not see it listed here? Okay, I'll find it for you, Mom. Okay. Um, But also, um, you know, Queen Anna and Martin Patrick, um, Danolo, of course. Oh, here it is, down the rabbit hole. It's actually in Minnetonka. Oh. 17516 Minnetonka Boulevard. That's oh, where the rabbit hole is. Yeah, okay. definitely I I have to be honest, I hadn't been there yet. I mean, I know about it and uh, Minneapolis St. Paul has written about it, but definitely one to check out. Mona Williams at oh, the Mall they were of in America. It too, right? Um, Roe Wolf, Surgeon Jane, Scarborough Fair in Saint Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, just some you you look at this list of stores and you're like, these are like the stalwarts. They've been around Melly and Pumps and, you know, yeah. such important Sounds stores great. to the to our community and nice to to kind of celebrate all of them. So it was great. Um, and then some kind of unexpected but lovely. I feel like we you know. We get a lot of press releases at Twin Cities Business in Minneapolis-St. Paul about a store opening, a this, a that, taking that space. And it used to be like, okay, you know, these are transactional commercial real estate announcements. Now it's like you hear somebody's opening or moving exciting. downtown. It's like, what? They're yeah. coming? <laughs> so on the heels of the Lynn Hall yeah, um, opening, opening in at 50th yeah. in France in the new development, which is kind of behind where D'Amico is, it's that whole new called building. Market Street. Yes, but that the building is called Nolan right. Mains. Yeah. So a bunch of retail announcements wow. this week. Flirt Boutique from St. Paul yeah. is going to open at Nolan Mains in October. They're keeping this is October. Well, yeah, later later this okay. month. They're opening yeah. later this month. Um, they're keeping their St. Paul spot, but it sounds like it's going to become maybe a little more of a pop-up space or or, or oh, occasional. So this will really be their main this store. This will be the place. Okay. Yes. Um and if you haven't been to Flirt, you know, they do bra fittings, they do beautiful lingerie. I mean, it's your kind of place. Yeah. You know that, that. Sounds great. Um, and then a store called Stranger and Co. Um, this is their First brick and mortar space it was founded online just last year in 2019 um and they do um home products kind of of one-of-a-kind home products oh and um maura doyle the owner i guess she came from a background in sculpture had worked at galleries had worked in retail and decided to blend her love of design and community making and wanted an actual space where she can focus on artists who aren't um represented in other shops. That sounds exciting. Yes. So that is Stranger and Co. Also opening at Nolan Main's this fall. And then Six for Good. Oh. Six for Good, which at Rosedale is Rosedale. Yes. Currently. Currently at Rosedale, some of our favorite locals. Um, Bobbles and Bobbies, Thumbs Cookies, Essence One, um, Towel Topper, Urban Undercover, and Hagen and Oats. All women-run local brands Oh, that's fabulous! that, that, that have done up. really well at Rosedale and are now going to open a second location in Edina. What's really great is 50th and France has had a little bit of open
1: space for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a lot of closings mm-hmm. and emptiness. So that's exciting to think that things are actually going to be opening there.
0: It, I mean, that, yeah, it, it's. I, I drove down that Market Street. Didn't it used to be called 49th and a half? Street? Yes.
1: But when they did all of this, they changed it to Market Street. Okay. I suppose that's a little more welcoming. Well, it huh? sounds better than 49th and 49th a half. 49th and a half Street, street right? It really doesn't have a ring to it. Um,
0: but you drive down that, you're like, you feel like you're in a different city. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how that building has changed that whole oh, area. Yeah. I do wonder difference. if Soul Cycle, which is right across the street from that, will ever open. I don't know. The signs. I think there's another one that's
1: supposed to open up there, too. There's more than one fitness yeah. place.
0: But it's exciting. New things coming yep. and happening. It's and good all, to hear. All local and all female-owned, too. When we get back, we're going to talk to stylist Amy Seaman. Get her fall advice. That's next.
2: Can you name
0: that flashback bumper? That's the question. Do you know who that is? Should I let you stew on it? You know, you know who is it. It's Mr. Hazel. Does that ring a bell? Anybody? Anybody? Mm, No, I remember a television show called Hazel. Oh, very different. (laughs) You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So excited to have our guest on the show. I actually got to see her in person through our masks from a distance this week at Fashionopolis. It is stylist extraordinaire Amy Seaman. Thanks for being here, Amy.
2: Hello, thanks for having me again.
0: Absolutely. Um, so Amy, first of all, I, since we were both at a fashion show, I mean, how exciting did it feel to be at a fashion show this oh, week?
2: I woke up that morning giddy. I'm like, <laughs> I need, my soul needed that so bad, just to get dressed up and feel glamorous, be around people safely, and the setup was stunning outside with the city in the back at dusk. I mean, it was gorgeous. Did what it, what did, did you wear, Amy? So I actually shop my own closet, which is one thing that I tell my clients all the time. And it's funny because being so excited to actually have a place to get dressed up to, my initial thought was I want to run out and buy something new. But then I thought, well, I don't know where I will wear it again. Right. And you probably have so many things schedule. in your closet that you haven't worn.
1: Exactly. So
2: I decided to shop my closet. So what I did is I actually wore some um, white kind of tuxedo pants from Banana Republic with a cream vintage blazer from... Uh, Queenie and Pearl, and then I put underneath it like a lace blouse that kind of had a sleeve that puffed out. Mm-hmm. And my mom's first stole, and I wrapped a Gucci belt around it. So. You looked amazing, I felt very glam.
0: And and what about your mask?
2: What was your mask? My mask. So what's funny is that the mask is now like a new accessory that you sure. have to think about. So I really wanted to keep the tonal kind of monochromatic look going. So I bought a nude mask and I put it on and I looked like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> so I, I, I was like, that's not going to work. So I ended up going with just like a soft leopard print.
0: You can't go wrong with leopard, right? goes with everything. right?
2: Well, Amy, yes, it's a neutral.
0: you've certainly been keeping busy. You are a, a, a fashion stylist, a social media maven, and you now have your own space at Shops at Arbor Lakes. Tell I us do. about that.
2: Yes, so very exciting. A roller coaster of emotions. I was actually supposed to open in February, and then the pandemic hit. And so it was on hold, a lot of delay. I wasn't even sure if we were going to be able to open. And now actually looking back in hindsight, I think the timing is perfect because it is a low-contact way to shop. So what's wonderful is I wanted to create a space where I could bring my clients for a one-on-one, personalized, intimate experience when they're shopping. So I do all the shopping for them. I have them fill out a style profile just to help me understand body type, lifestyle, budget, sizing. I do all the shopping. I bring the clothes in. When they come into their appointment, I have racks set up for them. I have a big dressing room area, a restroom, music playing, a lounge area, and they are able to go through. And whatever they decide to purchase, they can check out right there from my studio. So it is kind of full service.
0: Wow. That sounds so cool. And, and it's just one at a time. So it's not like you have to worry about being in a big crowd.
2: Right. Yes. Right now I'm doing one at a time. However, if you wanted to come mother, daughter or bring sure. a close friend, whatever you're comfortable with, sure. that would be OK, too. But yes, right now it is one on one.
0: And Amy, do you shop for them anywhere? I mean, it isn't is it stores as shops at Arbor Lakes or where will you go?
2: Yeah, I do go anywhere. It really depends on the client. So I have relationships with the part with some of the retailers at Shops of Arbor Lakes. What's wonderful about that is I can send them an email and say, "Here's who my client is. Here's what I'm looking for." They can help be a part of that process of pre-polling sure. because they know their store merchandise. They can help me say, "Okay, here she's in between sizes," and they'll say, "Size up, size down." So it really is a partnership in that way. Mm-hmm. It's a checkout process. I bring it back, but being. Um, Knowing that there isn't everything that a client needs at the shops of Arbor Lakes, I am able to pull from other stores as well across the Twin Cities. That's so great. And what do you charge for the service, Amy? Yeah, so I charge $100 an hour for the first three hours and then $80 an hour after that. I would say typically with shopping, you're probably three hours, um, sometimes four, depending on how much they actually need. So it's really affordable. I think there's this misconception that only the rich and famous have access to a stylist. Mm -hmm. But I'm really here for the everyday woman. It is an investment, but it's an educational class in a a way. Because what I do is I'm really there to give them the tools so they can dress for their best self. So I teach them, where should your hemline hit? What shoes should you wear with what pants? How to cuff your sleeves? How to layer appropriately? How to accessorize? Things that they can walk away and apply for the rest of their life right. moving forward.
0: They'll, and, they'll know what to shop well, for. Well, right. Then. And the time you're right. saving. And when you think about the the running around or the returning, I was just complaining this morning about things I've ordered that I now
2: have to return because they were oh, totally wrong. I do not love online shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I miss being able to go into stores. For that yep. reason, it is a hassle. You don't know what it's going to look like until it shows up. And half no. the time, it doesn't quite look like it did on the model online.
0: So, so Amy, I'm, I'm so curious. What do mm. your clients want right now? What are they shopping for? What are you telling people to invest in for fall, given kind of the weirdness of the world right now?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think what I've been hearing a lot of is I'm in a rut right now. Right. So we jumped right to loungewear. And then suddenly, and I don't know if you felt this way, Allie, I certainly did with Instagram. Like I need to invest in a whole new wardrobe of loungewear because it's <laughs> everywhere, you know? Yeah. And then I thought, well, this is silly. because I would rather save that money for when I can return to the real world. Right. Um. So I think we got into a rut and now people are saying, I don't even know what to wear. I don't even know what pants size I am anymore because I've been wearing elastic waistbands. Totally. I'm on zoom calls. Um. So really what I've been focusing on with the clients I've had is, pieces that can work from work to weekend so those zoom calls you know still being comfortable i am loving the faux leather jogging pants right now i think they are such a comfortable are there
1: are there several i know spanks makes one that's supposed to be great
2: yeah you know i've been finding a lot of affordable ones just at h&m express Zara. everybody has yeah yeah And I think especially in like a Bordeaux color, that's just really that rich wine color. I think it can look so expensive and often you can find them for under a hundred dollars.
0: Right. That's right. I think that's, I think we saw some of that on the runway this week too, like yes. joggers mm-hmm. done in, you know, sparkly sequins. And it, it's sort of like right. the best of both worlds. It's a little bit dressed up. You feel a little more polished, puts a little zing in your step, but it's still comfortable and still gives you that elastic waistband, which is yes. so yes. important. And
2: those bright, and I don't know where they were from, but those bright pants that were like the silk kind of pleated. Yeah. Love those. You could easily wear that with sneakers, a graphic tee. And a leather jacket or denim jacket. Or you could dress it up, you know, with a cashmere sweater, a blouse.
0: We're, we're talking to stylist Amy Seaman. You might know her on Instagram as Mama Seaman. Um, Amy, it seems like jackets are more important than ever, especially as we think about extending our patio season as long as we can. Mm-hmm. You want to look good, but you also need to be warm. So have you found any amazing cover-ups or jackets or wraps
2: yes i love the like car coat or the shacket so h&m actually recently had quite a few the longer plaid um even a teddy coat still i think is very relevant and those are great when they're longer and they're not so heavy that you get into the mall and all of a sudden you're sweating mm-hmm. but it's part of your outfit you know and yeah. even if you just throw on a long black tunic and black leggings and some combat boots. And then you tap it off with this great plaid blazer I know, or plaid jacket. I think it looks so chic. And I know Nordstrom has a bunch right now that are really beautiful. Yep. So that's kind of what I've been loving. Don't you
1: think that jackets or, or coats are going to be a really important thing that people will be buying now as we're going into fall and winter and people still want to be out as much as they can? I do. I do. And here's what
2: I would say, too. So I think a lot of people, if they're going to invest in the jacket, they think I should go with the gray or the black, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's going to be timeless. I think the jacket, let the jacket be the star of the show, Mm. Pick, especially if you're someone who tends to have a very neutral wardrobe. Get a bright color. Get something that has multicolors in it, or just that pop of color looks gorgeous against your skin. And you're gonna get you're gonna feel good when you put that on, especially in Minnesota. I mean, we live in a dreary winter month. (laughs) I love having a bright jacket instead of just a black long puffer.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And it, and it photographs well against the snow, too. <laughs> yes,
2: it does. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, Amy, I know you've got some um, some rules and tricks of the trade. One of them is the power of three. What does
2: that mean? Yeah, so this is actually my very first Twin Cities Live segment was on the power of three. And so what I talked about is it's adding that third piece that can really make your outfit look thought out, polished, uh, so it's typically, you know, a bottom and then two things on top. So whether you're finishing off with a jacket or you're layering underneath something, I think we always forget sometimes to layer under. And that can even be a thin striped, you know, navy and, and white striped shirt with a striped chunky knit sweater over the top that you then push up the sleeve. You know, just that little pop of something, I think, makes an outfit really look thought out mm-hmm. and pulled together. And then over time, people started saying, You know, this changed the way I I get dressed, but now I'm a little confused. Like, does statement jewelry count as a third piece? So I've kind of said, just to really simplify, it's that third something, whether it is topping off your sweater with a gorgeous necklace or earrings or adding a neck scarf, even when you have the cropped jeans on and some mules, which is one of my favorites right now for this in-between season, and then taking your neck scarf and tying it around your ankle like an anklet, that just takes that basic cream sweater you have on and jeans, and it just gives it a little something.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely, great
1: advice. What do you think about uh, what kind of boots are you looking towards? Because let's be realistic, it's going to come. Mm-hmm, so, what mm-hmm. kind of boots are you? I
2: love the I love the combat boots. I love the hiking boots. Um, Mark Fisher has a great one that kind of laces up. Uh, I just bought from Sorel a sneaker boot that I wore a similar version for the last two years. I just throw it on with leggings when I'm running out the door. So I think a sneaker boot is a really great one to have as well. Yeah.
0: And Amy, what are your zoom tricks? We're still doing a lot of that. So what do you, what do you think looks great or what do you do for a real pop when you're being seen for a business meeting or even a gathering of friends on zoom?
2: Yeah. A lipstick, a bold lipstick. I am i l I'm the mask is kind of taking away my my lipstick game. Yes. But at home on a Zoom call, I think it just makes it just brightens your smile. It's a little pop of something. It's still accessorizing. You know, even just adding some delicate layering necklaces with your top. Again, it's like I put some thought into my outfit today. Um, you know, another trick I've been doing is tying a sweater around my neck because I think it just looks sort of sophisticated. It also gives you a little cozy layer if it's a little bit chilly in your house. Mm-hmm. That's a I, good also, idea.
1: I also notice, Allie, when I watch you, yeah. that your earrings oh, are yeah. something I focus on.
0: I've definitely yes. upped my earring yeah. game for sure. I mean, sure. I haven't had earrings mm-hmm. on in forever because yeah. of masks yeah. and all that. Got to thank Larissa Loden yeah. for my earrings, that's yeah. for sure. No, I think oh, I find make make a lot of not she? Mm-hmm. Well, Amy, everybody should make an appointment with Amy Seaman. You can go check out her cool new space at the Shops of Arbor Lakes in Maple Grove. Follow her online on Instagram at Mama Seaman. Amy, thank you for all the great advice.
2: Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. And where should people go to book an appointment? Yeah, so my website is going to be up shortly. It's amyseaman.com. In the meantime, you could even just send me an email mama semen at gmail.com
0: will do all right well it's always great chatting with you it was so fun to see you this week and can't wait to come see the space thanks Thanks, amy thank you all right we will be back with whose look is it anyway next on shop girls You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in on yet another beautiful fall day. We'll give you a few ideas of things to do coming up a little later. But right now, you're listening to Allie and Harmony, and it is time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? Give me, she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask Can I ask you something? Whose Look Is It Anyway?
1: Actually, I want to start with, um, I don't know if I can pronounce her name correctly. Irina, is it Shane? Okay. She, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she's a model. She was right. Bradley Trainor's. She's ba- oh, Bradley Trainer. Is... Oh,
0: see. <laughs> No, Bradley Trainor did not want to date Irina. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that I can pretty much guarantee. Sorry, Bradley. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bradley Cooper. Ooh, he might have enjoyed knowing her. He might have. Bradley Cooper. Totally different Bradley. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> she was Bradley Cooper's baby mama. Yes. They aren't were together they, they weren't ever married. No, were they, they, they weren't. Stated. And they're yeah, not yeah. together anymore, but they do have a child. But she did something I'd love to do, except that if I did it, everybody would laugh at me. She walked down the street with a stroller. Mm-hmm. I assume her child was in the stroller. I couldn't see it. Wearing a robe and mm-hmm. pajamas. But yeah. it wasn't just any kind of robe and pajamas. I mean, the pajama set, it's by a company called Skims. And it's just a little top and shorts. And then she had an open, full-length robe that went with it. And, of course, because this is what you would do, she wore this outfit with knee-high
0: black-heeled boots and a zebra print baby bag. Just goes to show how a couple of key accessories can make all the difference. Right, right. When you put the robe with the boots, that really has the whole look. But
1: I don't know if she just... You know, the kid needed a walk and she just didn't have time to get dressed. Or if it was, hey, look at me. Um, I don't know
0: that I'd want to go out dressed like that. Well, funny that you should mention it because your grandson Uh walked out of the house last night in his robe. Where did he go? He walked it? over to a friend's backyard in, his in the robe. Neighborhood. He said why not? It was cozy. He needed something did he have anything more. on under it? Yeah. He did. Yes, he was fully dressed And But he just thought the jeans robe... and a t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess instead of a jacket. I mean, it's I think it's all in the attitude with which you wear it. Okay.
1: Well, um, she her outfit was not expensive. If you want to check it out, it's from skims.com uh, and like the, the um Shorts were fifty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. The the yeah, and I get the robe. The robe was a little pricier. It was one hundred and twenty eight. And her boots, you see, that's what happens when you want to be fancy and not wear slippers. The boots were seven hundred and twenty-six, mm-hmm. so that's kind well, of expensive. Well, if you are going to invest in, but something. they're made for walking, I guess. So boots that's are okay. the way to go. That's yeah.
0: for sure. You know, it's so funny. I did a, um, I was doing a conversation this week actually about um, local retail and kind of what the future is with some experts in the industry. It's on Minneapolis Saint Paul Magazine's Facebook page. But at the end, I asked all of you know these are all right. you know, serious people, yes. but I said what what do you want to buy? If you were going to buy something for fall, what would it be this year? Everybody wanted boots. Yeah. Everybody want, I think first of all, we don't, we spend a lot of time not wearing any shoes. That's that's true. Period. And And so the idea of putting, it just feels, it pulls everything together. then yeah, yeah,
1: then that's a good idea. Yes. Now, Katy Perry, of course, is just two months out from having her baby, Mm -hmm. but she's returned to work uh, because they are now in production for American idols new season. And I I forgot she she does that. What? I forgot she does that. And I guess she was really doing an homage to the fact that she's nursing, I believe. Okay. Because she was dressed from head to toe as a cow. I mean not not literally as a cow, but in a cow, cow print. print, right? She was You're not saying she
0: looked like a cow, no, no, no. she did. She was very good. Right. No,
1: but she had a hat, yeah, a peplen top, pants. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't pumps, even think about say, it. Oh, that's, that's why she did. She thinks of yes. herself as She's a milking a machine. machine. That's, that's right.
0: kind of hilarious. So
1: she was styled
0: uh to look very much like a a cow. Huh. Although a very attractive cow. But cow prints, as we've been saying, have been kind of the new animal of choice well, for a while now. Wouldn't be my choice. No, but, but we've talked yes, about that. Yeah, animal. No, I mean, totally of wrong. the animal prints, right. cow has become kind of a cool statement. That's been happening for a couple seasons. Yeah. So. Uh, and then um,
1: Mark Jacobs, and he he has his own way of styling, that's for sure, and makes things very unique. But he's kind of bringing back the cargo pants, which I didn't know were ever gone because I think cargo pants are always. Well, I think it depends you know, on who you talk to. I think if you talk that, yeah, if you there talk are,
0: to a lot of guys who don't really like to shop, they'd say, "Yep, cargo pants have always yeah, been in style." Right. But among uh, real, you know, fashion, fashion fans, well, that's
1: different. Maybe but, a little less so. But Vogue says, you know, usually they've been associated with dads or construction workers. Can you be a construction worker and a dad? You could. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, but he wore two different styles by his label, the, the less expensive label that he now has, Heaven, by Mark Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wore a blue button-up with cargo pants that matched. And, of course, he styled it as he is wont to do with a pearl necklace mm-hmm. and peep toe heels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his second look was a graphic tee with black cargo pants, also by Heaven. So, um... At least according to Vogue, they say if Mark Jacobs did this, then it is going to be the season yeah. of
0: the cargo pant okay so, well you know. a lot of people find them handy you can slip your phone in one side yeah there's your, a lot of room yeah slip your what about women do you think women will be wearing them as well I, I mean I feel again like it is one of those staples I don't think it's been like a heavy cargo season in a while but I think you've seen you know slim fitting pants that have a side pocket and that always can look and it kind of goes along with the whole comfort idea right now too totally yeah you know it's to- just it's another twist on instead of doing joggers or you know it's just kind of a a baggier comfort style that's how he was wearing them of course he was wearing them in one of his instagram posts to show off his his fresh manicure which he said was many and petty which he said was the first he's gotten since lockdown
1: yeah it was a very pretty shade of
0: i don't know was it kind of reddish purplish is his hair kind of lavender too mark jacob's right now looks like it i feel like there's a little lavender tint to it I mean, it's just kind of funny
1: because in this one picture, he's very masculine looking Mm -hmm. with his beard and mustache and all that and his tattoos. But, you know, he really does his own
0: thing. He changes it up. Oh, yes. Whatever. And that, I think a lot of people love that about him. And it is very much in keeping with the times. Do you want to, um, speaking of that, talk talk about um, Um, Gucci? Gucci, yes. They came out with
1: their fall winter collection and they are really focusing on... Uh, new gender norms, and they've introduced Gucci MX, a new, it's a non binary clothing section on their website. But I look at
0: how far we've come. You yeah, know? I mean, actually, really,
1: right. It, but the, the attention was given to this one dress that a man was wearing $2,600, an orange tartan dress for men. And what people said is that it should have been far more. Up to date than a little girl looking dress. It's a smock dress with a satin bow and pearl buttons and the Peter. Oh, Pan so you're collar. knocking the dress. That's what everybody was. And the best thing was somebody wrote, Why would a man wear blue jeans under his dress? It, ah! de- it defeats the entire purpose of testicular liberation from heat and constriction. So, very I good guess point. There, there is that too. Very but good yeah, point.
0: For $2,600, they
1: yeah, can do a little more. But a little bit of a childish. Styling and I think they also found that why did he have to put the jeans on underneath it? So move